Hey guys, it's Brad Guthrie here from Live Lean TV, and you are listening to the Live Lean TV audio journey. So today's interview is on Spanish radio with Kyle Miller from the Drive Time Show on Vaughn Radio, and we talk about personal fitness and life goals and some strategies to motivate and stay focused on them. So whether these goals are fitness, nutrition, or professional success, guys, having the right mindset, focus, and persistence can make all the difference. Enjoy the interview. It's time now for our interview with fitness expert and founder of Live Lean TV, Brad Guthrow. Let's talk. All right, Brad, how are you doing today? Awesome, Kyle. Thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's a real pleasure. You know, I sort of rediscovered uh, recently <laughs> online because we went to we went to university together many moons ago, and uh, really? yeah, yeah it, it, that honestly feels like that was a whole lifetime ago. Yeah, it does. It does for me too. And now it's weird. We're, we were studying business in Canada and now here, you know, you've got this big online presence and uh, I'm doing a radio show in Spain and things yeah. are, things are, you know, you never know what life is going to pitch your way, I guess, huh? Yeah, I know. Two Canadian boys went to school in a small city. And like you said, you're in Spain. I'm in San Diego, California in the U.S. It's quite an amazing journey. It sure is. Now, maybe speaking of journeys, Maybe you could tell the listeners a little bit about this transition in your life to this, as you call the live lean lifestyle, maybe what that means and, you know, how you were before and what made you make this big change. Yeah, no, it's a great question. So when I grew up, you know, I was, you know, I grew up in a a decent household, medium, you know, medium income family, very good family, but I also always struggled with self-confidence. And it wasn't until I changed my body inside the gym that I changed my life outside the gym. So what we do is we teach people how to start internally, um, you know, get into the gym, eat healthy foods, and you can do dramatic things not only with your health, but your outside world as well. So, you know, I I went the, the college route. I got a degree in marketing. And I remember I was working with an advertising agency, and I had more experience than somebody else, but that person got the promotion over me. And the reason was, was like my confidence just wasn't there. I wasn't um, confident enough with clients. I wasn't getting the results in front of people. So I said, wait a minute. I took a step back and I'm like, how can I improve myself? And the way that I did that was by improving my self-confidence in the gym. So that's, that's kind of where, you know, my whole journey started. And then I was, I just thought to myself, wow, if I can do this to myself, I think I can help others. So that's where we went from there. Yeah, right. So you did it, first of all, for yourself and then realized that, hey, this is something that you could even market as, as a product for other people to, to, I guess, enjoy and, to, and to, have personal, to get personal benefit from, right? Yeah, no, exactly. So the way that my journey in uh, fitness from a business standpoint uh, began was, you know, I went into the gym. I was doing everything that I needed to do. I was getting the results. And people in the locker room were just saying to me, like, wow, like, here's this guy, how are you maintaining your health and your physique in January, which is, you know, in Canada is winter time. A lot of people kind of put on that winter layer for lack of a better word. Yep. And how do you keep it in the summer and how you keep it in the, in the fall? Like that's, and that's where the word live lean came from because I was actually practicing what I preached. I was, you know, maintaining it 365 days a year. And so yeah, I got that question so often from people. I thought, wait a minute, and kind of a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, this is a real problem. 
you know, people need the solution to this problem. So what I did was I just turned on the camera. I recorded my very first video. I uploaded it to YouTube and it just got some traction. It just went from there. So, you know, it kind of goes back from the fact where I could talk one-on-one with people or I could put it out there on social media and really try to inspire and motivate the world. So that's kind of where it happened. It, you know, took the first step of just promoting that first video and it just went from there. And now we have, I think, over 800 videos on YouTube. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Now, you know, we, we have an audience here who is primarily built of people who are trying to improve their English. And that's a big challenge for many, for many people. But I've interviewed, you know, musicians, I've interviewed people who are in politics or in business or, and it seems like successful people, they always have this common thing, which is hard work and motivation. And they're, and they're always driving towards this goal. So I always tell people, you know, whether if you're trying to learn English, it's the same as trying to master the guitar or get fit or anything else in that it's, it's a question of making us and, and having a method, right? Do you, do you agree with that? Oh, I agree a hundred percent. So like what I always tell people is like, they always ask me like, how do I live lean? And the first step is you have to have a why. So I always try to dig deep with people. Like, what is your why? Because if you don't have a why, you know, that strong emotional connection to why you want to change, then you're just not going to get there. So if you have, so what I say with my, with my fitness people is, you know, let's get deep. Like, why does it matter to you to lose weight? You know, then they give you the generic question of, oh, I just want to get healthy. And then I'm like, no, we got to get deeper than that. What's the emotional connection? Why is being healthy important to you? So if you bring this back to learning English, why is learning English important to you? Get to that deep root. Like, is it going to help you increase your business? Is that strong enough? If it's not, get even deeper than that. And then the second thing is that I always tell people is you have to believe that you can actually accomplish it. So a lot of people have these big aspirations where they want to, you know, make a billion dollars or make a million dollars or transform their body, but they really deep down don't believe that they have the skills to be able to do it yet. So, you know, there's, there's different ways that you can create that belief. And then the third thing is, is you got to put in the work. So too many people, especially in the fitness and health industry, they want it. They don't really, you know, really want to put in the work to be able to do it, though. And it, it's sincere. Like, it's really work. It's consistent work. And, you know, unfortunately, in the, mar- in the fitness world, the marketing is that you can get it fast, instantaneously. But it's just not that way. And, you know, that's, that's the message that we have with Live Lean. It's consistent work. Right. It's, it's hard work. So you're not, you're not trying to sell the quick pill that makes, makes no. you lose weight. You're trying to say, look, I'm being honest. It's going to be hard. You're going to sweat. You're going to bust your butt. But I, I think people at the end of the day appreciate honesty from that sort of message. Well, they do appreciate it. But the, the problem is that, you know, this, these messages that it can be happen fast and quick, it's so out there that when we talk to people and we give them the real deal, like we are sincerely true with them, that it's hard for them to, you know, get that through their head because the media just keep pumping these six-minute ads, six-minute diet, six-minute this and that into their head. Right. That, you know, for us to say, like, that's not how it works, they're like, well, these people are telling me, so, you know, I'm not going to listen to you because your method is hard work. Yeah. I don't want to put in the work. So, you know, it's getting that through to people. But I think, you know, when they say that they, they want to go the six-minute route, they tend to always come back to us because, wow, that didn't work. Maybe what this guy over here is saying does work. So it really takes a specific sp- type of person to really have that why of what they need to do. And, uh, you know, that's what's really going to pull them through it. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that kind of ties into my next question, because I was going to ask you, uh, you know, do you think anyone can implement change for the better, or do you need to be a certain type of person? So maybe maybe you have to be the certain type of person who's, who realizes that there is a sacrifice, because maybe not everybody can make that sacrifice. Would you agree, or do you try to say, oh, anyone can do it? Well, you know, I wish I could sit here and say that anybody can do it, and I actually do believe anybody can do it, but they need to have the right motivation, the right teaching, you know, just getting back to the why. It's, you know, unfortunately, people just, they want the quick, easy fix, and that's just not going to happen. I don't think you can find that happen in any industry with whether it's learning English or whether it's getting fit. Like, there has to be that deep-rooted reason. And like, so for instance, in fitness, somebody is, sometimes it takes somebody to get a heart attack until they can actually get their why and why they need to get healthy. So I think it's, it's available to anybody to do it, but if they don't have something that's really pushing them to do it, then, then they just won't. Cause it's, it's, it's hard work. It's not easy to do. Yeah, no, that's right. That's, and, and it's funny because this is, like I said, this is the same message that I hear from successful people in so many different fields of, of life, you know, and it's, you know, people like the, you hear about Eric Clapton, you know, just closing yeah. him in, himself in his bedroom for hours when he was a kid playing the guitar over and over and over again. And he had to do that to become as great as he, as he is, you know, there's, I guess there's no substitute for hard work. No. And, and there's a, but there is a difference there between being great at something and just being, you know, healthy. Like you don't have to devote 23 hours of your day to, you know, being in the gym, being in the kitchen, cooking your food yeah. or learning English or whatever it may be. There is that fine balance. So a lot of people think that it's an all or nothing thing, you know, to be great, like to be like the Steve Jobs, to be the Eric Clapton, to be all these people that are, you know, really great. Sure, it does. But not everybody has to be like that. Like, it's not a black or white thing. So I think, you know, you can peel it a little back. You, you know, we always say you can still go out and have drinks with your friends. Like, you can have a beer. You can have a wine. You can skip a workout here or there. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is consistency. The next day, you're going to get up. You're going to get back to your healthy diet. You're going to get back to the gym. It's, you know, always getting back to the things that are going to get you towards your goal. Yeah, yeah. No, wow. Yeah, interesting and very true. Very true. Um, what about your online presence? Now, this is a this is sort of getting away from our maybe our motivational uh, message. But what has social media done for you and for your business? Well, I mean, I don't think I would be able to say that I'm an entrepreneur without social media. Right. So, for instance, like when I, you know, I went to school, I got a degree in marketing. But like I said, back, back when we were in school, we were learning about a whole different aspect of marketing. There was no such thing as social media out there. It was, you know, connecting with people one on one, which is still a great thing. But when you do have, you know, a big mission in life that you want to inspire as many people as possible, this whole thing called social media really, you know, pulled us into, you know, just that at that next level type thing. So, you know, I remember starting my first uh, Twitter account, I think it was back in 2010. I had no idea what it was or what it did and posting that first video on YouTube. Um, it's, it's literally changed my life in so many ways. And another way that changed my life is I actually met my wife on YouTube. Oh, wow. So quick, quick. Yeah. So quick little story was um, back in 2012. I was posting videos on YouTube. I was starting to develop a following with my show. And I got this random email from somebody on New Year's Eve. 
And it was a, from, a, from a girl, and she said, I love your show, big fan. I would love to do a collaboration with you sometime. So I, you know, I get quite a bit of emails, but I thought there's something special about this one. So I followed up with her. Two weeks later, flew to L.A., we sh- and ever since then, we've been together. So social media has not only changed my life from a business standpoint, because of YouTube, it actually, you know, provided me with the wife that I have now. You know, we just had a kid six months ago, so wow. it's been an amazing, amazing experience in my life. Congra- and congratulations on your baby. Yeah, no, thank you. It's, it's, I mean, that, that's also changed a whole new level of my life as well, where, you know, it's no longer being about you. It's about providing for your kid, about creating a legacy for your kid. So it's been a really cool experience. Of course, of course. And in terms of what you do professionally, how does, you know, being a father and obviously having a new set of priorities, how does that change your outlook on, on, your, on your work and maybe how you have to change how you handle time? But are you, are you able yeah. to be as effective with what you do, do you think? Well, like I said, it's, it's been six months, so uh, I'm still kind of working on things, working on time management. Um, my wife actually works in the business with me, so she handles the, the female side of our business. Right. So it's a constant uh, balancing act of who's taking care of the baby. Um, I was working out of the home for you know the last five years, but there got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm, if I'm going to be able to focus on the strategy of the business, you know, working on the business as opposed to working in the business, we have to expand outside. So I just got a new office outside. So it's, you know, it's a constant learning experience, a balancing act that, you know, she's a stay-at-home mom that's also working part-time in the business. So we're basically doing the best that we can, and but, like, we're still so new to this. It's six months, but the baby has changed my life in so many ways that it's been such a blessing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, if people want to follow you, they want to get your book. You have a, a book which uh, which is called Think and Live Lean, right? Six Steps yeah. to Unlock the Secret Mindset to Live Lean Forever. Would this be a good a good introduction to you for uh, for someone who maybe says, you know, I want to get serious about my fitness? Would this be the product that you'd recommend? It really would because I always say that uh, fitness starts with the mind first. So you get, your, you get your mind there and your body will follow. And the book that I came out with, Think and Live Lean, it's, you know, it's kind of an ode to the book Think and Grow Rich. Like that book by Napoleon Hill changed my way of thinking. Yeah. It, it got me outside of my comfort zone, outside of my box. So what I did with this book was I took the teachings from that book and I applied it to my own life from a fitness perspective. So there's a lot of personal stories in there all the way back to when I was a youth um, the struggles that I had with self-confidence all the way up to where I am today and how I got there. And there's action steps in the, at the end of every single chapter. So um, if people can't quite get their head wrapped around how they're going to get from point A to point B with their fitness and their health, and I mean, honestly, it can be applied to anything, then that book is a very good start. Yeah. And it, I think it's important that tools like this always start acknowledging that the author or the person who's presenting the content, you know, had, has or had challenges as well. Because, you know, when you go, in, you, you leaf through men's health or whatever, and you see this guy with, you know, six pack yeah. abs and he's doing crunches and your average Joe at home thinks, I can't, I can't even do, you know, I can't do those exercises. So they, I, I think it's, it's important for people to be able to see that you've been there too, and you can relate and, and start at a reasonable point, I guess. Yeah, it was, that was a very good, uh, good example. And, and 
you know, with the book, I talk about my struggles. Like I, I went through a divorce at a younger age than I was never around the divorce. None of my family got divorced, but I had a struggle with this divorce. Yep. I uh, deal with, you know, having friends that I had to leave behind because they didn't really fit within my vision of who I wanted to be. So there's a lot of really personal stories in there that really connect me to my viewers. I'm a very open book. And a lot of people say they really enjoy the authentic side of that. So I never try to be like this person who's up in the sky that's, you know, has no faults, that that lives a perfect life. That's definitely not the way that I am. So I'm very open and honest about that. So I think that helps connect my viewers with, you know, who I am as well. So hopefully if you do pick up the book, you'll, you'll kind of get that experience and, you know, inspire you that, you know, it's not a perfect world. It's going to take work, but you can get there. Yeah. And people have to, you know, they always say embrace change. And it seems like that's yeah. something that you've, you've been able to do quite well. You've been able to carve out the things that were negative and focus on the positive and, and, and not just think about it, but then take those steps and, and actually do it. Right. Take, take action. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the key takeaway in anything in life that ideas in the world, but if you don't execute on those ideas, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change your life. Your life is not going to get any better. So if I just had to leave like some final words, it's whatever it is that you want to accomplish, believe you can do it, have a why and just take, take action. Yeah. Wise, wise words indeed for, for our listeners who maybe are trying to take the next step professionally with their, with their language skills or people trying to get fit or trying to, you know, excel at whatever they do. Some very wise words. One, one final uh, thing here, Brad, Uh, how, how else can people find you online, on Twitter. I mentioned the book, and I'll, I'll mention it again later on, but uh, they can also find you in, on social media. What are your, your handles there? Yeah, so if you want to uh, check out our YouTube show, you just have to go to YouTube and just search Live Lean V. Yep. And, uh, but if you also want to connect with me on a more one-on-one basis, I'm on uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, um, at Brad Guthrow, so G-O-U-T-H-R-O. Very good, and I'll be sure to share that on my on my uh, social media, and we can uh, we can connect that way. And I'm sure people are going to enjoy today's interview and hopefully draw some some inspirational ideas from it. Absolutely. So, guys, just like I keep saying, you guys can do it. Just just work hard work. All right. Yep. Well, thanks a lot, Brad. I appreciate your time. I'll let you go because I know it's you're, it's still pretty early in the day out there in in California, right? Yeah, no, we're at uh, like 11.50 in the morning right now, so the day has just started. All right. Okay, well, have a good day. Thanks a lot for your time, and we'll be in touch. Great, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thanks, my man. All right. Take care, Brad. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.